0: The following episode of Jersey Shore was a long, annoying, and often very stressful recording session with lots of stops, starts, redos, background talking from the peanut gallery, etc. and so forth. That said, the movie we're talking about is, at least in my opinion, an awesome movie, and I urge you to stick through, even though some of the edits might seem a little bit strange. I did the best I could. Anyway, enjoy. Welcome to Jersey Shore, I'm Jordan from Jersey, joined as usual by... Pierce. And we're also joined this time by Dave. And we'll be joined in a few minutes by Denise. I don't know if she'll actually talk too much. But welcome what? back to our Netflix she'll probably series. Juice. <laughs> welcome back to our Netflix series of episodes where we watch a movie on Netflix. We talk yeah. about it in three sections. The first section is Pierce. Spoiler free. I had to think about that. That's sad. And then the second portion is Dave. Full of spoilers. No! Ah, no. Oh. Oh, you're close. <laughs> What's the second portion? Uh... Recommendations? Ah, oh, it's recommendations. Recommendations of things. It. Whether yeah. they be movies, television shows, books, comics, music, whatever, that make us think of the main thing we've we've been talking about, or vice versa. And then the third section would be, Dave... Full spoilers. Full spoilers. So this time, we're going back to documentaries. We haven't talked about a documentary in a while. We talked about a few in a row. I'm about to say, we've done a lot of documentaries. So we, we took yeah. a break, but we're back to what I've been wanting to do for a while. And the name of that film, Pierce, is... Band Called Death. A Band Called Death, which came out last year or the year before, but was very recently added to Netflix a couple months back. I saw it like the day it came out on there, because I've been looking forward to it for a while. Um, I first heard about this movie because of one of its executive producers, a name that at least Dave will know pretty well, and that's uh, Scott Mosier. Yes. Who produced most of, or all of, Kevin Smith's early films. He hasn't uh, produced the last couple, but uh, he's one of the co-hosts of Smodcast. He's Mm -hmm. the M in Smodcast. Oh, wait, Smod stands for something? Smith Mosier. Podcast. I didn't know There's that. A podcast, but I knew that. <laughs> yeah, so that's what the name is. Actually, I believe it was come up, came up with by Scott Major, but he had talked about it on Smodcast a few times. I was like, that sounds really interesting. So when it came out, I watched it. I thought it was great. Pierce has seen it. Dave has not, so Dave's going to act as our Greek chorus, asking questions and such. I actually bought the album, the main album that they put out. I haven't listened to it yet. I just bought it yesterday, but it is on my phone, so I will listen to it many times very soon, because the music's great. But So, Pierce, what's the nutshell version of the plot of this movie? J- just the basics. The very basic, all right. Because you learn a lot like in the first five minutes. The first hour is really the setup, I feel like. But, well, but even the first five minutes, you kind of hear the nutshell Yeah, the, the, nutshell the, the version. super... Told to you by Frodo, of all people, who doesn't no, no, appear no, no, no. again. Told to us by Artie no, no. Lang from the Howard well, Station. Well, I was about to say, there's a bunch of people in there. And randomly, and I don't think he comes back, is Frodo. No, he's in there like four or five times. He owns a record label. Does he? He's a big music guy. I had he, no idea. He, he owns a record label. He directs and produces movies. Like, he's a big deal outside of just acting. He got so typecast after, like, Lord of the Rings and stuff that well, he kind of had to branch out into other I know he things. branched out, and he's doing things like Wilfred and stuff like that. Which is great. But... I I have just not had the time to to give it. It's very different. But uh, also, sh- real quick, should we introduce Denise? And Denise has joined us. Do you want to say hello, Denise? She, she waved. You can hear the bangle on her bracelet jingling. Okay. The bangle. I, think, I gotta R. R. use that.
1: Lang become Sal.
0: Become part of Lord of the Rings. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no <laughs> Frodo in Frodo. the Frodo. The movie Elijah starts. Elijah Wood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the movie starts with a clip from the Howard Stern show. It's like, "I just heard about this band," and he gives you like the very short version of the story, and okay. then you go into the movie. Look, look, cut me some slack, okay? Because, like, my New Year's resolution was to read everything Tolkien ever wrote, and so that's all I'm thinking about these days, all right? So,
1: <laughs> these resolutions to drink was a lot so of beer and podcasts. Like,
0: some, like right here it. on my table is a map of Middle-earth, all right? So I'm kind of in... I'm a little deep into it, too. Okay. So, aside from Frodo being in it and yeah. Artie Lang... Um So basically... Three uh, black brothers growing up in... Actual brothers. Actual, yeah. Not, yeah. The not hack- in the... The Hackney brothers. Yes. Uh, and they're not, they're not Hackneyed in the least, but it's David, Dennis, and... All I remember was David, because I talked a lot about important. David, yes. And there was an older brother, but he was not involved with this, uh, per se. Just, you know, living in the outskirts of Detroit. In the um, very early 70s, we're talking like 72, yeah. 73, 74, somewhere in there. Just have a passion for music, form a band that n- called death, that never really takes off, until 2008. And that's the nutshell version. Yeah. And so the the story of this movie is basically, why are these guys a big deal now, and why weren't they a big deal in 1974, and why are the answers to both those questions important? And lots about David lots about David. David is kind of the, the guy who's always pushing this band, always pushing his brothers to, to do more, to be better, to go farther. Yeah. And it's so it's even though he's not really in the movie much because he passed away several years ago, it's very much his story in with the band. Yeah. He, he's the he's the driving emotional center of this band called Death. Um, So I first heard about this movie, like I already said, from Smodcast, watched it, loved it, said, Pierce, we've got to do this. This was like, Six months ago, I was like, we got to cover this movie, and now we're finally getting to it, because we took a break from documentaries mm-hmm. for a while. But just in general, you were telling me a little bit earlier your thoughts on the movie. Why don't you reiterate those now? So, I thought a lot about how to phrase this today. <laughs> Thank you, peanut gallery. G- Greek chorus, please. The Greek chorus. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Before. I don't know that like, Chris Chris is what that was either. Just fun of people. Like, <laughs> yeah, they heckle. Uh. Yes, that's really all of my friends.
1: So like the old guys from the Muppet Show. Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, whose names I used to know and be proud that Bart uh, and Garfunkel. No, <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. It's like Langford and Stevenson or something. About Will, about Will, something or other. I hate them. Yeah, well, you hate the old guys? Love those guys. They're my second and third favorite characters. Stanford and Stanford something. and son. <laughs> 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 my mother it's it's with a W you two are both on your phones look it up Stanford my mother Wilbur Stanford and Winston or something no it's something it, like yeah it's not Wilberforce because that's the dude who ended slavery in Europe whatever my first favorite's the Swedish <laughs> chef and <but> that's irrelevant <laughs> um, I love it so, after you thought about the Muppets so and how to phrase the sentence, <laughs> what was the sentence? Murder, murder, No. Uh, basically. Stalter and Waldorf. Walt- Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> Statler and, yes. and Waldorf, yes. There's two movies in all of our Netflix that I have not enjoyed. And, and it, it changed towards the end of this film. The first was Series 7, which I actively loathed. And this, which I didn't have a problem with. I just didn't take interest in until the third act. So, and the third act is pretty much the most interesting. I wouldn't agree with you that the first hour isn't as interesting, but the third act is the most. And interesting. and I think I think the difference there, and I think why Dave would like this at the very least, uh, is it's about musicians. And I think as we talked about before, I am not musical, but Dave and I are. Yeah, and, I faked my way through choir. So, <laughs> I. Yeah, I lip sync through four years of choir, um, but you do hear the music throughout this movie. Yes, and it is fantastic. Yeah, exactly. This is this. So let me say, I didn't hate this. It's just not something that, as a non musical person, really caught my interest until you know, like I said, the third act, which is like the last thirty minutes of the, the hour more half. modern day portion yeah, of mm-hmm. the movie for the most part. Yeah. So, what what did you think? I really enjoyed it. I thought even the first hour was very interesting, and because it was peppered in with the music and the story of what happened to these three guys had enough twists and turns of, wow, that thing really happened, or that's how that person really died, or this is what the brother really said. Um, And the interviews from the actual people, the record executives and and, um, producers and stuff who actually were involved with them in the 70s, who were really able to round out the story more than just what the, the two surviving brothers could tell you, it was really fascinating, I thought. I really enjoyed that. Now, Dave, I've told you about this movie, but aside from what I've told you, do you know anything about Death or, or this movie?
1: I mean, I've heard of the band Death, but I can't say I've actually heard anything by them. Okay. So I know the backstory about them... I need to watch this documentary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, you do, and it is available on Netflix, um, which is why we do this whole series, of course. So you absolutely should check it out. It's I would just like just watched it yesterday again, and it's just fantastic. So that's pretty much all we can tell you in the spoiler-free section. Yeah, the overview. The music's great. One of the brothers is dead, and this let band didn't become big until thirty years after they. Let me have. say. Let me say with the music, and one thing I'm learning about me and my taste in music is I don't like the vast majority of. Yes, it my my taste is really weird, and most people hate it, but I don't like the vast majority of vocals, and so... I'm very picky on vocals as well. And so I kind of felt the same way with them. Every time it was just a musical interlude piece, I really liked it, but when they started to sing, and nothing against him... Like, the music was still really solid, but I am very picky about vocals and didn't care for that. It's not my favorite style of vocals, but I thought it was quality. Like, if I was going to listen to that style of vocals, I'd want to listen to his, if that makes sense. That's okay, that's fine. Um, That kind of early punk feel. Um, Not really my thing in terms of vocals, but if I'm going to listen to it, his were solid. So, let's move into the second portion of the episode, and that is recommendations, things this movie made you think of, or things that might make you think of this movie. Be it movies, television, uh, books, podcasts, comic books, anything. Uh, The only one I could think of in this? Spinal Tap. So yeah, Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap, rather. uh, Great has that same kind of, not the same kind of feel necessarily, but it is a documentary about a band. Yeah. And Obviously the down. satirical version of this, yeah. Yes, yes. That was the only thing I could think of, partially because we've, I don't want to say we've done documentaries to death, but we've done many of them, so it's kind of hard to, Yeah, I mean, we could just say all the documentaries that we've ever done. Oh, but there's, I mean, have you ever seen Anvil, the story of Anvil? Dave, nope. you've seen that, right, haven't you? No. Am I, I the only know. one who has? Okay, so. You're just better than us. No, <laughs> Anvil: The Story of Anvil is a documentary about the band. You want to guess? Anvil. Hammer. <laughs> it's about the band Anvil, Damn. which was a Canadian contemporary of Metallica, Iron Maiden, and you know just early. I'm not calling Iron Maiden thrash, but early, you know, '80s thrash metal. Early metal. Just can we just say early metal? No, early '80s thrash metal. There's a pretty big. What was early metal? Oh, Black Sabbath. <clears throat> See, in my mind, Zeppelin, Black Sabbath is Zeppelin. A lot of Zeppelin is very metal. Yeah. Not all. But a lot of it is where those building blocks come from. Uh, okay. thrash, model, thrash, thrash metal is a very specific subgenre. Yes. Um, thank there are so
1: many subgenres to metal.
0: But that's Thrash is a very specific yes. one. Like It's very easy to go, that's Thrash, or that's not Thrash. Anyway, they were a Canadian contemporary of Metallica and bands of that same ilk that... Never really made it big. The reason Anvil never made it very big, and this is some spoilers for the movie, is because they're terrible. (laughs) I mean, I shouldn't say terrible. They're very average thrash metal. And from watching this documentary, the whole time I'm going... I don't understand why you made this documentary because the whole thing is this band doesn't understand why they never got big, and the reason is because it's they're terrible or they're just not very good, and it's never brought to light except through the music. Like it's no everybody's kind of like rooting for them, and they're not worth it. Nothing against them, I'm sure they're very nice. But see, guys, that's also concerned. metal fans. Is that they're just like oh yeah, this is the best band ever, but I, they're awful and I, they stopped making music twenty years ago. I, I don't care I'm the greatest. Like. Uh, I don't know any metal fans who like Anvil. <laughs> I'm sure there are some, but I don't know them. That said, the end, now this is where I I will definitely agree with you in a comparison, the end of Anvil, the story of Anvil, is fantastic. That third act, specifically the last ten minutes, where some spoilers for that documentary, they do make it big, they get to go on tour in Japan and people are going crazy for them, and the look on their faces as they're finally playing to like 100,000 people at this open-air right, concert It's the venue. only time we're relevant ever. It's because Japan loves American music. no yeah, how, yeah. how bad it yeah. is. Or how Canadian it is. <laughs> Canadian, yeah. It's it's a fantastic end. It warms your heart. It feels so bad, great. Yeah. But the whole rest of the movie, you're like, these guys are just bad. Not true for yeah. this, not true for death, but for Anvil, yeah. So it definitely made me think of that. You mentioned this is Spinal Tap. Another movie it kind of made me think of is this Rockstar. movie... That's a no. That's on Netflix called the sound, of, uh, the sound of noise or a sound of noise. It's a German film about a, a. It's a very strange movie about five or six. I forget off the top of my head. German and surrounding area percussionists who decide to go on a mayhem spree through Germany with percussion. It's really hard to explain. It's really hard to describe. Pierce said it very succinctly. In that, it's a strange movie. It's just weird, but. Some of the things done in that movie are just mind-blowing, especially if you're a percussionist. Like, really cool things happen in that movie, and then a lot of random nonsense happens as well. Yeah, like they break into a surgical procedure and just start making percussion music with surgery equipment and not just surgical equipment but a man who's under anesthesia like and yeah. fully knocked out like and that's probably my favorite bit in the movie actually you can um, you can google that it's on youtube just by itself uh, the clip is called doctor doctor give me gas for my ass that's is the that main, what it's that's called? the name of the song in the movie yeah and just watch that like 8 minute clip to that's get like an idea uh, <laughs> I know it's a song the germans so yeah that works they rock but out. it's it's strange. There's also there's also a short film that, that it kind of follows up on called um, "Music for Apartment and Six Drummers." I think it's called. It's on Vimeo. Um, but that's also like a really good way to get like a feel of what this movie is about. But then there's this whole subplot about a detective who is tone deaf. Who yeah, that, I forgot. Who, about he's that. tracking them down because anything they've drummed on. Makes no sound for him. Like if he, they, like in that surgical scene, they're like um, playing on a surgical tray that would hold like scalpels and stuff. And if he drops it on the floor, it makes no sound to him. Other people hear like clanging, but because they played drums on it, he hears nothing. So he's tracking them down through sound. It's the weirdest superpower ever. (laughs) It's not even really a superpower, but it's it is it's interesting. I would not recommend it to most people, but it's it's something.
1: All right. I'm actually very interested in this now. I need to check this one out. It's either
0: called "The Sound of Noise" or "A Sound of Noise" or just "Sound of Noise." One the of sound those. Sound of music. <laughs> the hills. No. Um, so. What other What other music documentaries or music oh, things? Can we say "Sound of Music"? Can we say musicals? No, you're sure. Drunk, go home. <laughs> Yay! So, success. Were there any specific musicals this made you think of? No, but we said Sound of Music, and that's a thing. No, I'm, um, I'm
1: actually serious with my recommendation of Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg. I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix, and it actually is a loose documentary on Judas Priest.
0: Okay, I've never actually seen it. I know enough about it to know things about it, but um, not actually. <laughs> well, I'm being vague for family-friendly reasons, but um, I, I know some things about it. What When you think of like early punk, early metal, though, um like Misfit style punk. Like what, what bands do you think of? Even though you haven't seen the movie. Uh, Just music recommendations and and
1: misfit, like Sex Pistols, um, Iggy Pop and the Stooges. Oh, I'm trying to think of more stuff. I'm so disassociated. From what I mean, I've the seen the right
0: the, the Sound of Death also draws a lot of influence from like Jimi Hendrix and The Who and Zeppelin and a lot of that early stuff. And they keep referring to it in the movie as punk early, like, proto-punk, but it, to me, I really hear a lot of metal in there, too. There's a lot of punk, but I hear a lot of metal in there, as well. And, towards the end, a lot of ska, which is weird. Um, we'll yeah. get to that. But That's tough, though, because, like, I always, like, well, the Misfits Ken- were
1: always, I don't know, like, typecast in this punk band. They sound so metal, too, like, to me.
0: There's a Denise lot of metal in there. For the record, Denise nods her head in agreement. There's no bangles to jangle when she... Bangles to jangle. Bangles to jangles. When she Can nods. that be my Thank you, Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> this a got the bangles go and to jangle. Go 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 go, go and the pudding pops. And the pudding pops. <laughs> if we want to talk about musicals, I think we could... St- I mean, I was trying to think of rock-related musicals, which there is like two or three. There's Rock of Ages. There's...
1: American Short. Idiot.
0: Short. There you go. Is, that's a thing now? It is a thing. It was Broadway
1: News. Green Musical.
0: Day. Woo! Wow, Okay. We've really run out of Broadway ideas. Um, you know that the longest-running musical on Broadway for a long time was called Cats, right? Yes, <laughs> and I never understood it. Wow. I mean, yeah. I love Cats. I'll give
1: you a hint: it's about cats. <laughs> Alley cats.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, producers about something. <laughs> I,
1: love the producers. I
0: love it. Springtime. Look, there's a lot of rock, or at least a, 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 <laughs> there's at least a substantial amount of rock in like um, Rent. Rents a good example. Rent if you count girl. Billy Joel as rock, you have uh, loosely. Yeah, what's that one called? Um, Billy Elliot. Yeah, you have that. Uh, I don't think you really count ABBA as rock, so you can't count Mama Mia. Because oh, <laughs> uh, <movie, though. laughs> just because it has my namesake in it. And for the record, people, yes, oh. I unfortunately was partially named after Pierce Brosnan. Really? Yes. Like my might...
1: experiment turned out horrible.
0: <laughs> No, so basically, it was my grandfather's middle name, and my dad was like, huh, huh? And my mom was, he was like... was a
1: James Bond, huh? Well, no, no, because... No, this it,
0: would have been like, um, what's that show? Remington Steel. Remington Steel, yeah. Yes, it's, this is why I know this stuff. And my, and my, my dad was like, huh, how about Pierce? And I was like, I don't know. And then Remington Steel, and mom was like, yeah. I was like, all right, sure. But, uh, so that's the history well, of my that's name. more than I need to know about your mom, but okay. <laughs> And uh, hey, at least I have not suffered any drug by fruitings in my life. So, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, uh, that's all I got. So You've suffered you... any what about right Detroit now? movies? Sort of Detroit movie? Like RoboCop? Like, RoboCop? Like RoboCop? <laughs> Can I recommend or... Ford Motors? It's not a movie, well, but what's that first documentary that uh, Bowling for Combine guy did? It's one about his dad. I have no idea. <laughs> Michael Moore.
1: Michael, Michael Moore. Moore. Fahrenheit 9/11. No. <laughs>
0: Night 451 is the good one. No, that movie is terrible too. The book's great. The book, movie's... book, yes. Movie, the no. Um, but Michael Moore, he did a documentary about his dad and like how his dad lost his job at a at a auto plant. I don't think it was in Detroit, but the Detroit area. It's in Michigan. I forget the name of the town off the top of my head. Um, it might even be in the title of the movie. But he, he's big on Detroit and all that kind of stuff. So it just maybe think of it because this movie is very Detroit-centric. Focuses a lot yeah, on Motown yeah. and and that er- that era. But I, th- I think we've run out of uh, recommendations right? Well, I mean, unless there's any movies about Motown and that kind of time area range. Probably Motown is not really in my wheelhouse, so I don't really have a lot of examples, but. Um, That's true. Well, so let's move into our full spoiler section. Okay. <laughs> is this also the throat cancer section? <laughs> I know it's not throat cancer. bad oh, Batman. <laughs> deep throat. deep fat. Do, do you need a lozenge? <laughs> I actually, yes. Denise's for the record, I got Denise Lodges for her birthday. And she just held one up. Yeah, she, So. Because they're her favorite candy. Oddly lozenges, enough. they're
1: mint-flavored hard candies.
0: Thank you, Dave. Or better known to most people as those blue candies no one eats in candy But bits. you can lodge them in your throat. Those you blue can candies are all stuck them.
1: together in your grandma's candy.
0: Full spoilers. So. Roar! <laughs> thank you, of c- course. <laughs> so. So the band goes in to, g- to get a recording contract, and they, the the record label loves them. Like, this is amazing. Your music is fantastic. One problem, you need to change the name of your band. But they won't change the name of the band, because it's named after their dad, in a way. Because their dad was in a right. Baptist minister who worked as a lineman, and he was training this guy. Now, for people that don't know, a lineman just works on electrical lines. Yes. Training this guy, and the guy accidentally sticks like a screwdriver into a transformer and gets badly electrocuted. The dad takes the guy, rushes in him in his car to the hospital, and they're hit by a drunk driver, and the dad dies. Yes. So right after that, the brother David, he comes up with this concept for the band. It's going to be called Death. It's gonna, they're a very um, religious family, and so it's going to be about life after death and how death, death is not the end and death is not something to be feared, etc., and so this concept and name of death is really, really important to him. And he leads the band, so the brothers follow. They stick by each other just like their dad always taught them. Yep. So they go in for the recording contract. They love it, but like you just have to change the name. And he refuses, and so the brothers stick with him. They're not going to change the name. So they go to recording companies all over the place, uh, the U.S. and the U.K., yep. trying to get a contract. They get an offer, $20,000 recording contract, which in early In the was 70s was, yeah. This is great, but they won't take it because they, they, you have to change the name to get this thing. And they're dealing with all kinds of adversity in Detroit because they're black and they're playing this heavy rock and that is not something you they're do. They're playing, yeah, punk music. That's not something you do if you're yeah. black in Detroit in 1973 Because it, w- it won't sell, really, is what it comes down to. Yeah. Right, it's just, it's not, this is Motown. You are in Motown, yeah. you play Motown or else. You know, because kind of the, the feel you get exactly. from the documentary. So because they won't change the name, they can't, because it honors their dad's because- everything. David won't change the name. Let's also keep this And the clear. brothers stick by him. They would be willing exactly. to change the name, but they stick by him, Exactly, and he's not going to change the name. Yes. So, and a lot of, like, metaphysical stuff going on, a lot of triangles, a lot of... Yeah, yeah. there's, like, symbols for the band and stuff. Exactly, and, You know, yeah. mind, body, spirit, that kind of thing. So, eventually, the brothers are feeling down the dumps, so they move to New England to yes. a family, like an uncle's house or whatever. Some of like, yeah. And David doesn't like it. He eventually moves back. But the other brothers, they really like it. They kind of start a new life They meet women. They have kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They get married and stuff. They start a new uh, reggae band called Lamb's Bread, I think was the name of it. Lamb's Bread. And so they kind of get moderately popular with this religious reggae band. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because... They had all this problem with the band named Death, yep. which was still a religious name, but then they had minor success with this other band that was actually like full-blown religious band, and people were like, just get rid of the religion and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of funny that they, they can't win oh, either Oh, well, either. actually, yeah. No, no, no. The... The, you're actually skimming stuff in between. Lamb's Bread was the reggae group that did later. They actually had an in between rock and roll Christian band. Oh, that's true, yeah. And I forget what that was called, Those but that was bands, exactly yeah. what you're saying where people were like, oh, the rock and roll's great, drop the Christianity. Like It's like they couldn't win. It's Yeah. yeah. Can't win with the religious people with a band called Death. Can't win with the non religious people, even with good music. Yeah, exactly. You know because you can't get past that stuff, which I understand. Which, which I guess, is an interesting question. Are, would you be willing to, to overlook blatantly religious lyrics for a very high-quality music? Sure. Okay. I, I don't care what the lyrics say. I'm there for the music. Okay. You know. Right. Or vice versa. Would you ever be able to do a, a band that had really good lyrics <laughs> but terrible music? No. I would not be <laughs> interested in that. It <laughs> uh, depends on what genre, but maybe. So if it's a really terrible klezmer band, you'd be into it if the lyrics are What's great. What's a klezmer <laughs> band? <I bet>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a Jewish uh, genre. Like ay, Yiddish ay, and- ay, ay, I would... I was Sorry. thinking sarcastic. I was Sorry, trying that's the about- hipster
1: I would totally be down for that. Okay.
0: So the brothers, I wouldn't say grow apart necessarily, but David falls into alcoholism. The other brothers are having minor success. Yeah, which I felt so bad for his wife. Like, yeah, and she seemed really nice too. Yeah, like she seemed like she was someone that just kind of got sucked into it. I don't know, yeah. And eventually one of the brothers is getting married and David's there at the yeah. wedding and he gives the master tapes to that brother and says, hold on to these. The world's going to come looking for him. And basically, you're never going to see me again. Yeah. Turns out he had lung cancer, and he dies like a week. Which later. he told no one. Which I thought was very interesting. It yeah. You know, mourning is worse than actual death, most likely for most people. I would say when someone's yeah. dead, that sucks. But it's the months and months leading up to it when someone's terminally ill that's worse. Yeah. No. Right. So fast forward like 20 years later, 2008, yeah, 2008. when uh, one of the the guy's sons, his girlfriend or or a girlfriend of his. I think he described her as some chick she, he was hooking up with that loved to party, but well, yeah, it, was, it way. was vague. But she's into these underground record um, DJ kind of clubs, and she yeah. she drags them along. She's like, "You got to hear this one record they play from this band." And he goes there and he hears like, "This is great." That voice sounds just like my dad. Well, yeah, because basically she's like, "You gotta check out this band called Death," and she was like hopped up on stuff. And he's like, "All right, fine." And he that's Pierce up. is reading into that, by the way. I don't think that's. Ever I'm said pretty any. sure, like he says, she comes home like super drunk. And then that that's to different. Yeah. on stuff. That's okay. very I different not hopped up on
1: well, stuff.
0: Well, you're hopped up on hops. Oh, IPA no. jokes? No. Oh well, no, yeah, no, you're drinking. Well, one. I mean, like I've got
1: the but d- stuff of, is a
0: very generalized
1: term. Of <laughs> yeah, you lines. can be hopped up on alcohol, but I don't think hopped up on stuff equates to drunk.
0: Okay, six of one, all right, all anyway, right. This is so, clearly our drunk episode <laughs> of Netflix. But anyway, so, all right, so so he goes home and does some research and yeah. finds out. This is this band was from Detroit. Yep, these three brothers with the last name Hackney—that's my last he's, name. Yeah, he's like, this is my dad's voice. I know my dad. So he calls up his dad. And he's like, Dad, were you in a band called the Seventies with Uncle? Called the Seventies. You know, in the Seventies with with your uncle with my uncles. Yeah, called Death. And he's like, and he names a couple of the songs. Yeah, he's like Silence like, for a while, and then yeah. And he goes, Why didn't you ever tell me? <laughs> so the rest of the movie is them kind of finding out that these they pressed 500 copies of their LP once they had the master tapes. Yep. Those LPs go for like $800 a piece. They're super rare Which one items. of the brothers is like, why are you buying it for $800? I'll give you one for free. Like, yeah. um, It's been hugely influ- influential in the underground music world. And so the the sons of these brothers and some of their friends start up a band in honor of their uncle and, the, and their, their dads that covers Death's music, Death reunites uh, with the guitarist from one of their other bands that came later, yep. and it's this very happy ending of 30 years later, the brother who always said the world will come looking for this music was right, so it's a, it's a very happy ending. Yeah, and and like I said before, so I think you can kind of separate the movie into, into thirds really first 30 minutes of just setting things up their struggle and their their birth into music how they got into or, it, or yeah how the, you know their mom really supporting them which was really cool uh the second hat or second third i should say my apologies being david's story really i felt mostly like his quest to try to succeed and failing and yeah. then the third third which I, like i was saying is probably my favorite which really had the, the compelling story of being discovered and whatnot, so it, it's got a good story. Well, finding break to out it. that they had already been discovered—that's yeah, of like, that's a better. Well, oh, another recommendation like. would be searching for Sugar Man. Um I don't know if anybody's seen I that, don't but know that. definitely recommend that one. It's it's a whole other story in itself, but I just thought of that. But yeah. <laughs> so, like you know, I would I would definitely recommend this for musicians. Absolutely, I think you know that this is a documentary that musicians really uh, have a thing for. But for the average person, like, I gave a nutshell kind of thing, and, you know, like, we were talking with my dad at dinner, um, you know, that's kind of, if someone's not very musical, like my dad, like, we appreciate music, but we're not knowing how to play or anything like that. I would give them kind of the abbreviated version of it. I think that would that would probably suffice. Because, like I said, I as except was, you don't get to hear the music and really hear
1: how great that's it was. that's fair. Yeah, See, I disagree. I feel like there is that like subgenre of like music nerds that aren't per se musical that would really appreciate this movie as well.
0: That's that's fair, but I also know like my dad and I aren't that. Yeah. Well, so your yeah.
1: dad you and your dad are not everybody else that doesn't play an instrument.
0: You're you're fair but that that's very fair. But I would describe those people as being musical. They still have an, a knowledge of an understanding appreciation for the musical scene.
1: So your definition of being musical is not so much playing an instrument but having a like a knowledge of the musical scene and having knowledge of different types of musics not so much
0: being able to replicate that music but Kind of like a... Appreciating yeah. and knowing a greater deal of music. Kind of like a rectangle is a square. People that play instrument are going to be a large portion of that. Yes. But you're right, they're not going to be everyone. They're still going to be the producer types, <laughs> the you know collector types, stuff like that, that are going to be still in the musical scene. But I agree. Yeah, I, you're right on that. So. so, yeah, I mean, I think I would say it's got wider appeal than you might give it. Um, Fair. But yeah. definitely compelling documentary. If you like music documentaries, if you're a fan of music in general... Um, or you just like heartwarming stories with maybe a, a dip of sadness and melancholy in the middle, this is, this is something you'd, uh, you'd really enjoy. So I think with that said, because we're all uh, uh, tired and tired and having trouble keeping quiet, uh, yes. thank you for listening to Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey. I'm Pierce from Jersey.
1: I'm Dave from Jersey.
0: <laughs> I don't know where I am! <laughs> <laughs> and I think that sums up this episode pretty well, so have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at jordan at legionofdudes.com, that's J-O-R-D-A-N, or you can leave us a voicemail, 972-798-3830, and just let us know that you're leaving it for Jersey Shore. You can follow me on Twitter, at Jordan F-R-N, Jersey, and iTunes ratings and reviews are always appreciated. And if you enjoy the show, don't forget to check out hhwlod.com for lots of great content just like it.